Bum, bum, bum. Hey, my bad I left that at your crib, by the way. Oh, I don't care. It was in my car. Okay. I feel like I'm wearing hey, yo, 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 what yo, yo. Got a lot of shirts over there. What up, y'all? It's the Normies with the Talking Normies podcast, a podcast about talking nerds. Honestly, let's be for real. Are any of us really nerdy? Uh, I feel like y'all pretty nerdy over here. I'm super nerdy, yeah. Okay, okay bad, bad. I just I, get worried. I feel like I'm a nerd, too. Yeah, I'm just... It feels like, you know, we don't play enough D&D. I think Mickey I, might be actually, the biggest nerd here. Actually, I'm that. I'm about to start a campaign with my boy Puppy on DND this weekend. I think hopefully mm. I saw him talking about that. I didn't get to hop on that though. Oh, there's still a chance for you to create a character I, if you want I, and get I in have on no it. Idea for real, how the game works. You want to get on it? Kind of do. We yeah, need, we do need a fourth. What a uh, time. Well, anyway, we'll talk It'll about that Sundays. later. Anyway, check it out, y'all. It's the mm-hmm. Funk Soul brother, Chris Johnson. How are yeah. you doing? Names. <laughs> Chris Johnson. I'm Brown Pat. What up, I'm Spotty? Hey, it's Mickey. What up? Weekend catch up. Your boy's been up yeah. to man. Y'all been y'all been doing some fun shit. Y'all been wilding out. Ooh, wilding out. This my my weekend was fun. I had uh I got to watch Lily. Um Spencer's dog. Yeah, Spencer's nice. dog. It 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 kept me young. You know? Um like I'm I was kinda spoiled with cat I mean Spencer's dog is amazing. Like uh she's great. She's like she keeps to herself. But like I had to force feed her, like you know, like I had to wash her. Like she won't eat if I'm not like right there. You gotta hang out with yeah, her. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. you know, otherwise she's just not gonna eat. Those little things, you know? And um so just but it was like having like even though she's older, but it's like having a puppy again. So it was it was nice. And like she's the only one like I try to make Cash jealous so much. Like <laughs> I would like because Cash would never like when I'm like watching TV or things, like, she would never come and cuddle up with you or anything like that. She's just gonna go do, do her own thing or mind her own business. But when Lily is there, man, she's such a cutie. She just comes up to you, slap flops out on the couch, and I'll be like, Cash, you see? You see, this this was a good dog is. This is what a good dog is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she, uh, is Lily the oldest of the dogs? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. She is uh, she's awesome. Um yeah, she was. She was. Uh, I was. I was scared because she was very skittish, but she was amazing. Like I was. I was more afraid for her. Oh yeah. Uh, shout out. Shout out. Just want to let everybody know we got the chat pulled up. Uh, Prime Shinobi, Brack Deer, Watchdog. We see you guys out in the chat. What it do? Uh, Saying Angel, uh, Chris. That's just a little. Uh, Brianna's here. Just shout out to y'all. We see you guys. I want to let you know the chat's up and we're doing a little talk to talk. So you know that's that. That's it. I'm not ignoring y'all. I'm paying proper, proper attention. Mm. We can catch. Oh, I'm glad you got to hang out. It's a little, little cute, tiny, yeah, chippy pup. And mm. I got, I got my workouts and I had a real, <laughs> I'm going to brag about this because I was injured, but I had a really, really good leg day. And I was so, I was so happy. Cause like, I may not be able to push the same weight that I was pushing, but the endurance was there. No, I was happy. Good. I was still doing like the same amount of sets, right. the same amount of reps. So now I just need to get that like that weight up, but man, I'm coming back, boy. You're good. back. That's good, man. You're getting in there. Have you had to like um, adjust your moves? Like, like I knew this person that like injured their back uh, during like deadlifts, yeah. or, or something like that. So now they do sumo squats instead. So like, that ooh. sumo squats is good. That's good, and people should do sumo squats if they have like back issues because like it limits the like how how far down you need to go, mm-hmm. and you use more of your uh, like quads. I personally don't like sumo squats because I want to focus more on my hamstrings than my ass. So, like, it, it, sumo squats will get you there, but you won't get... You have more better results by doing a conventional. But I did adjust my... Uh, a little bit because I was watching some videos and... Um, 
I still have pain on the inside of my knee and like like that the MCL is still not as strong. So I just I, I like I also have a flat foot. So now when I uh, really have to focus is to grip the ground. And it's like when we walk or when we stand, we really don't think about gripping the ground with our feet. Mm-hmm. But gripping the ground is what gives you stability. Okay. I never knew that. Shit, grab, y'all, better listen, y'all better listen to Pat and grip that ground with your toes. Uh, real quick, and this will be the last one I do before we get going. Um, shout outs, Just Bricking, Usura, Night for Gold, uh, Katie, Ick, 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 Thiff, Par, Chudy, 66, uh, Peach Blonde, First Time Chatter, shouts out. Yeah. And that's it. Hey, come on. All right. Hey, and then also up? Kung Fu Night, shouts out. Good to see you here, Ooh, brother. Hey, All right. what up, CJ? No more uh, shout outs now, but I've tried to shout out everybody. I, I thought it was like it's part It is hot over here. I might need to leave. Uh, man. Uh, all right. So, uh, Spidey, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, yeah, we can catch up. So, we went to um, go see the Book of Mormon uh, last <gasps> weekend. Yeah. Which one of the funniest plays I've seen in a long time. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but no. yes. it's hilarious. It's Dude, really it's one of the best. And were there actual Mormons outside capitalizing? No. Really? No. Well, not. I don't think so. Like It was all... So it's a parody. Because it's traveling, yeah. It yeah. Is, yeah. It's by the South Park creators. They wrote oh. it. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it makes sense because there was a lot more cussion than I thought. They, <laughs> uh, they got that song about only doing it in the holy hole, right? You can't do it there. I was God waiting for that one, but I didn't, I didn't get to hear that. I think we got there a little bit late. Uh, well, they, like they had a lot of good songs though. When we went to go see it, like outside, they were like actual Mormons, like like you know pushing Mormonism, which like I was like respect, you know they're they're kind of you know they're yeah, they're, they're they're leaning into it, whereas like maybe if there were. Because obviously they're kind of making fun of things a little bit. So you a, li- th- you, a lot. You think, a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it. You think people would be out there with like picket signs, but it was cool to see them kind of leaning into it and be like, yeah, we're here. Here's what we're about. You know, I was, yeah. I was like, okay, I, c- I could respect that. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, it's, you know, there's former Mormons on the actual like cast and all that. So nice, it's, yeah. and it's great acting. Like, it's, it's, I think uh, the Mormon religion is uh, ripe for satire oh, yeah. based off of how it was started and how like recent and new it is and how wonky it is yeah i'd like to uh do a book of jehovah's witnesses because i think that'd be hilarious yeah honestly satire all religions <laughs> yeah i remember i knew this girl knew she was happened. a mormon in uh college and she was telling me about the mark of cain and i was like okay she was like yeah black people are black because they have the mark of cain i was like no. you mean cain that like killed his brother abel she's like yeah like it's you know in the bible it says all of his people will be marked with like a curse or whatever and they'll have to walk around and so that's why you guys are black and i was like oh that's in your religion she's like yeah and i was like Okay, uh, so I'll fuck with you or your religion. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying, well, wow, okay. Like part wow. of their whole thing is like, you, like part of in the book, it's like uh, you gotta like, <laughs> you gotta convert these people. You should like if you her... convert someone hard enough, like they'll become white. So, so like, what happens if someone is brown? Are they like committed half a murder? Yep. Yes. Yeah, you got half the market. You King. thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about it really hard. <laughs> you fumbled the bag. That's all it takes. Uh, um, I went. Furniture shopping. Ooh, did you get anything good? Yeah, I got a dining room table. <gasps> oh, his pretty, dining table is. Mm, it's hold on, better sweet. than your uh, one that with the sand and the ball that cost yeah, a billion dollars. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, my mommy bought it for me. <laughs> but you know what? When I went there, man, it just. First of all, it's just so sad to see the state that retail stores are in. Like the things are really dying. And I know that sales associates that work on commission, they got to, you know, they got to make their money. But man, 
as soon as you walk in the door, you're just like surrounded. And I'm like, mm, that makes me not want to shop here. I like to just, I'll come find you. I, I'm, I don't know what I want yet. I'm here yeah. to window shop. Don't, don't be right up in my face within yeah. five seconds of walking in. Yeah, I don't like, like to be sold things. Yeah, well, you know, they're not really trying to sell you anything. They just want to be the first one to talk to you because, um, uh-oh, uh-oh. Dog attack. Uh, you keep going. I'm going to get this giant wolf out of here. <laughs> you, we got a, a husky in the house today. You fat bastard, what are you doing? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they want to be the first one to talk to you because once you do make up your mind, they want to get that commission, which I, I respect. They got to they gotta do that. But uh, it's also kind of annoying, you know, like... Yeah. Pick your moment, you know, don't, 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 don't come like right in my face right as soon as I walk in. But no, it was fun. Me and my mom went shopping, kind of, you know, just, we just kind of just hung out and then, yeah, I'm pretty much, oh, and I, I moved uh, uh, Obed in, so he's, he's here on this side of town now, so I pretty much, pretty much, RIP to the homie, (laughs) pretty much uh, fully moved in now. And yeah, dude, we're just, does he like his new place? Yeah, yeah. That's good. We're chilling, nice. dude. We're chilling. I'm, I'm cooking breakfast again, you know? What? Yeah, what you make? I, I make a, a mean egg. <laughs> <laughs> An egg. Singular. And buttered toast. No. <clears throat> oh, the dog. Yeah, I, I must have buttered toast. I've been learning how to make my own bread lately, which is... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Definitely can't stop now. What kind of bread you been making? Mainly artisan. We made some focaccia the other day. A nice little focaccia. Ooh. Yeah, I made a pizza dough. Made some pizza the other day. Nice. Hell yeah. Telling you, bro. Mm-hmm. Bacon bros. Nice. We out here. Wait, wait. So school me on this real quick. But there's there's so many different types of bread. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they all start out as dough. So how do you... Yeah, how different do types you, of dough. How do you... Huh? huh? Different types of dough. Some doughs you don't add any, like, um, dairy to. Some you don't add anything, like, wet to. Some yeah. are just, like, dry doughs. You ever or, made sourdough? Sourdough, I hear, is actually kind of hard because you got it's really hard to get a good sourdough starter. I wonder how long it takes, too. I don't know. That's my favorite type of bread right there. Sourdough is fire. Um, I'm actually going to be making uh, probably this week, I'm going to be making some Kanetliki, which is oh. like um, it's um, it's it's not a bread, it's a dumpling, but it pretty much Ooh. is a bread. So, a dumpling is pretty much just bread you boil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We made a no- we made pasta the other day, we made our Ooh. own pasta, made some noodles. Oh, hot diggity. So how long does it take you to make bread? Um, You got to let it proof for a few hours. So I mean, like total, you can get it done in about like six, seven, eight hours. But it's one of those things where like if you make the dough in the morning, you let it proof throughout the workday and you come home, throw that bitch in the oven. It's in the oven until it's nice and golden brown and you're good to go. And then one more other quick question. So when you bake bread. Because I, I know at the stores, when they bake bread, they put some extra stuff so like the bread lasts for like another couple mm. weeks, like at least two weeks. Like this fresh bread, do you have to eat that fresh bread the night of, the day no. of, or can you like let it, like, because I would like to have it for my breakfast. You, you know? just yeah. put it in the fridge. Yeah, you should leave it in the fridge. It, it you don't put bread in the fridge? Yeah. You can. Fresh cover bread. it. Does, it. does it bread make the go moist and make it go back? In, you no. put stuff in the fridge to preserve it without having to like add preservatives yeah preservatives man ain't no bueno if you go to uh if you pick up bread in the other parts of the world like american bread is a joke bro like i used to think wonder bread was like the shit i was like wonder bread's great i grew up on that shit and then you go around the world and get real bread and you're like trash yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's trash your bread should not last this long this is fucked most people people come to this country and they think all our bread is dessert there's Straight so, up, there's so much sugar in it. I don't. That's why I don't yeah. like our bread either. Dude, I used to love Pizza Hut until I stopped having it for a few years, and then I went back to it, and it I was like, so, "What the f- sweet? What is this? Yeah, yeah. gross. Is the, the, the dough is sweet, and the, 
the sauce is sweet. I don't like that. So sweet that you can like literally taste the sugar. I'm like, this is a pizza. What are we doing? Like, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing out here? It's bad. Uh, we can catch up for your boy. Yeah. Um, nothing. What? Like the two weekends in a row? I have a I have a new baby. I have to do bus stuff all weekend. That's that's oh, a yeah. weekend catch okay, up. Well, yeah, that's doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. well what did Schoolisha do this week? Yeah, Schoolisha. Um we that's had cool. a little trip up in Zionsville with like a nice ladies club. Ooh. Honestly, one, uh people in Zionsville are balling out and oh, yeah, they wild, are. and this lady who kinda set everything up, she was like, Yeah, we just got like all the moms of the neighborhood together. She's like a low key like a mom influencer. <laughs> yeah. Mom influencer. Um and then we got somebody who wanted to use the bus on Wednesday, like in the middle of the night, and so we took it out there and she was like we we took it out to um shit, what's that town? On the other side of Brownsburg. Um night. Yeah. Light Skinsburg. <laughs> yeah, that, that's quite it. No, not no. Did you? Uh, it's um, Mechanicsburg. It starts with a P. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh. Pittsburgh. I keep getting calls from Pittsburgh. We went out to Pittsburgh to let them use the bus, and a girl out there was like, "Yeah, Becca told me about this," and I was like, "Damn, bro, Becca got reach out here yeah, from yeah. Zionsville hey. to Pittsburgh. That's damn. That was two different complete cities that yeah. are not close to each other at look all. Look at that word of mouth. So, Chris, yeah, hear this shit. Look at y'all. Yo, yeah, you about to get a millionaire off this bus, bro? We're gonna be famous soon, 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 soon. So, hey, next uh, you gotta so, buy a mega bus. You gotta buy the wait, mega why? bus. Check it out. Hold upstairs, sauna. You, you, you can't just peruse by middle of the night. What? Why? Oh, so like they were just like it was the middle of the night. It was, remember it was the day that it snowed really bad, mm -hmm. and at like two p.m. they were like, "Hey, can you bring the bus here for a seven to nine? And you drove? And I was like, uh, "Yeah, fuck it, let's go." Yeah, fuck. Hey, you guys should take uh, the bus down to uh, Brown County. Uh, we got issues on the engine, so I'll be trying not to take it anywhere unless I know for sure people are going to be there. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I do want to... Uh, uh, it's not bad driving it. The only downside was this is driving on the way back because the uh, stove was still hot and it was so cold and snowy outside. I was just driving and, like, wiping off the window with a squeegee the whole time. Oh, no. And I was like, all right, well, this is terrifying, but... Bro. Figured it out. How do you fix that? You got to put a fan on the windshield? Um, I need to figure out a way to keep the back door closed while I'm driving so that... But the black door is glass, and I don't want to have it, like clothes while we're driving somewhere to a break oh mm. but i'm gonna just gonna i'm gonna wrap it i'm gonna figure some shit for it so that i can close it so that way but then also it means the bus isn't hot so i'm driving in this big cold bus anyway listen this weekend <laughs> what am i doing we're gonna i'm gonna do something fun and wild this weekend and oh oh i also went to i went to a show last weekend at uh, white rabbit Nice. And my oh. buddy, my buddy's band was playing. I went nice. to go check yeah, that out. They go hard over there. Oh yeah, and he was like, uh, I was like, he was like, how'd you get here? I was like, I took the bus. Like I just literally had the bus like right around the corner, and it was a really good concert. And I hadn't seen a bunch of them people in a while, so I felt good. Nice, 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 nice. Well, before we get to the next segment, here's a shout out. Guys, oh, I know yeah. that you notice our cool jerseys. Check these boys out. Custom made joints right here. You know, Pat's over here repping. Pat is going to talk about his yeah. last because that'll be a good segue. So you got to yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. no, you talk about yours last. Everybody else go though. Tell them yeah. why you yeah. nice. My mind aside, you know what I mean? I got the nice little the blue and the yellow, Normie's colored. Got the logo on the back. I'm not going to get up and show Embroidered. Yeah, Embroidered. He's Embroidered just gang. on. Not right. screen painted. It's just on. It, it says 07 because I didn't think about the year I graduated. I thought about my favorite number because I'm that gangster. Way. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. You out uh, here with the Milwaukee Bucks? No, nah, buddy. This is uh for me. This, I was oh, going for like Bulls. vintage Bulls. Yeah, let's go. Look, that's not vintage Bulls. I'm sorry. We're that's Milwaukee Bucks. Right here. I was into it. All right. I wanted to have that Bulls throwback joint because I always wanted one when I was younger. Anyway, and couldn't afford it. Uh, it's his new sense. '88 on it. Now here's where I messed up. Is that I should have put Normies on the back. I should have put New Sense right here with the '88 down here. 
Yeah. But stand on the back it says Nuisance 88 and 88 again, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> Still hard. Your name's always, the name's always on the back, though. Yeah, the name's always on the back. I don't know. But now it looks like Normie's 88. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, though. So that, that that's it. If you guys head over to them and you uh, want to support the Normies, but you want to support us directly and you want a cool jersey that you get to custom make, think about this. You make custom jerseys for your wedding, you and your wife. You make custom jerseys because you and the boys got D&D night going on. Custom jerseys. Bachelor party, bachelorette party. Come custom back. jerseys. Gang, gang. And guess what? Every time you can make a custom jersey, you get $25 off. Yes. Hell yeah. And I'm telling using you, using code. Using the normies code, baby. And Just these are the normies. super quality. They're like, actually like, hella quality. We don't usually yeah. gush about our sponsorships like this, but this shit was like impressive. I'm like, dang. Yeah. You know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm buying more for sure. I, I think I've been wearing this. Every other day in the office, every time I'm in the office, when it's I the nicest it. thing Pat owns. Yeah, I think the stitching and the feel, the felt is amazing, and the level of customization too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you can do pretty oh, much yeah. anything. So, Pat, why did you go for purple and oh, because, orange? Because I love the Lakers, and I recently did a Kobe essay to show how much I love Kobe. Yeah, I've heard that was amazing. Um, it was two years in the making when Kobe. I literally when. Kobe passed away. I was. I'll, I'll just tell a quick story of how I found out when, how he died. Um, some of you already know because I just told about the story on Patreon. So when I found out how Kobe died was I was at my brother's house in uh, um, Akron, Ohio, with him and Nucky. We were celebrating both of their birthdays because both of them shared the same birthday on the same day, which is that's tight. Yeah, so easy. We're, it's easy. It's easy gifting for me. So um, we were we were there at his house and we're celebrating his birthday. And I get a text from my little nephew, and he. He hardly knows about basketball or anything like that, but he knows I'm a huge Kobe fan. So he texts me this message. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pat. And that's all I get. And I'm like, what are you, I'm sorry, Pat, about Kobe. I'm sorry. I'm, that's what he says. I'm sorry, Pat. I'm sorry, Pat, about Kobe. And like, this is the same time where I'm thinking like Kobe's doing other things. Like something like, you know, he's like, maybe he didn't get the book deal or something. Like nothing like death related, you know? Yeah. You know, it was something, that's something else that happened. Like TMZ crap. So I'm going, I go on Twitter. I'm like looking up Kobe. And next thing, I headline after headline after headline. Kobe passed away. This the the, the, car, uh, the helicopter crash. How many people died? It was just it just hit you like it was. I just keep it was all, and I didn't know how to feel because obviously I never met this guy. He's he's like you know I never met him. I never got to talk to him or anything like that. So it's kind of hard to have emotions about somebody when you never had a moment with them, talk to them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how to feel. And so, and, but I was feeling all these emotions and like, I kid you not within 20 to 30 minutes, I packed everything up in Bo's house and left. I just, I just had to leave. And I left the house and Bo was like, well, like they were like just out of shock. Just me just leaving. And they're like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, I just got to go. I'm just going to leave. And so I get, and then like, as soon as I get in the car, it all just hits. Like, I'm just thinking about, all the games that he played, um, this last like I was watching highlights on YouTube while I was driving. It was probably not good, but I was watching definitely his old, not good. Mm-hmm. I was watching his old highlights, watching his last game, just watching some old stuff, uh, content on Kobe, like and then like just remembering. So like that was my coping right there. Like, Did you cry? Yeah, I cried. Um, that was my coping right there. But like I just I I, I guess it was kind of weird for me to feel that because I never met the guy and I like. I never knew somebody like that. He's, a, I mean, he's one of your heroes, big, bro. Big influence on people, you know? Yeah, and like, I guess it took me a while to think something like, like okay, the people like that could have an impact on you. So, and that's the reason why I wanted to write an essay. It's like, well, I can't believe somebody like this I've never met had an impact on me like that. Because, like, I'll be honest, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to cry a lot. But, like, if, something, like, if I cried, that's, that's, that means a lot, you know? So... 
when he had an impact on me like that, I want to give back a tribute to him. And that was my way of giving back to him. And it was two years in the making. And a lot of it was doubts and anxiety why it was never released sooner was because I was afraid of what other people would think. Because to me, Kobe means a lot. And I want to put him over other people like Jordan. And there's Jordan stands out there that are going to hate. Well, I want to bring up the very first comment on this video from J-Dub, which is massive respect for Pat sharing an opinion that he knew would get him flamed. <laughs> Big balls. <laughs> nah, you, you should up. seriously go watch that video. You'll see, you'll see a different side of Pat. You, you've never seen Pat like this before, I guarantee you. Yeah, and like if, if people will watch the video, hopefully to the end, because I know it's a long video, you will understand why I, I did not make that comparison. I did not compare Kobe to Jordan. I made like, we need to stop making this comparison. It should be about just witnessing greatness as it is and not yeah. making comparisons between the different eras and again as, as a fan it's hard to make it's, it's not it's, it's hard not to make this comparison because like you want to think about what it would be like if like you know kobe played against will chamberlain because like we are as fans we want to think like that but it's hard to do that because of different eras but anyways that is the reason why i did it not to say that kobe's better than this person or kobe's better than that person it is me just to give back a tribute and I'm, I'm hoping People see that, and hopefully my writing sees like shows that, not the fact of me. Because I did say Kobe's better than Jordan in certain aspects, but it's more for me to get you guys drawn into. Yeah, you know, just. I I think it was incredibly tragic, and even like it. I think he was impactful enough that even if you didn't watch sports or knew anything about that, like he still was impactful in people's lives and yeah. in, in some way shape or form because like i was into sports during the jordan era so i i'm, I'm pretty from i've forgotten a lot of things now but i'm more familiar with that and i kind of fell out of sports by the time kobe came around so i i kind of and and from then on i just i haven't watched a lot of sports but i know who he is i know the whole like mamba mentality you know like he he had a bigger impact that that was uh, that went off the court mm -hmm. you know like it, his impact transcended sports and uh just the fact that you know his daughter was with like it's just super tragic man it's yeah. just like incredibly incredibly tragic um but yeah i think it was a really really well done essay I, I'm, I'm glad you got over your anxiety and, and went through with it um because recording essays is not easy man like writing something and then performing it on camera is like two totally different beasts and it's uh I'm glad that you went through the process and it, 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 your passion definitely shows. It's a really, really good video. So I highly recommend it if, if you guys haven't seen it. Even if you're not a fan of sports, just like, trust me, it's it's super entertaining. It's really well done. Especially well, if you're a fan you. of the normies, like Pat's bringing something that we don't usually get, which is tight. That is what we want to do. You know what the hell anybody says. <laughs> People be like, I'll just do it. Nope. You can't and, make uh, us. We'll do whatever we want. Shout out to our editor, Evan, as, yes. as well. He's He's... Man. He gave me the confidence to, because I saw the other essays that he's done with y'all and like how he edited it. Like he's going to make you look good. My biggest fear was I'm not going to do Kobe justice. Mm. And he helped me get over that fear. So he, yeah. he, he, yeah, he is. Shout outs to Evan. The homie's yeah, actually right in the on. building today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, we got a great editing team. And I, 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 it's really cool being at this point in our careers that we have like, like we don't have to edit our own videos, but like there's still that synergy of like 
being able to collaborate with people mm-hmm. and, and share a vision mm-hmm. and bring it to life together. It's, it's, Cause it's, it's while really- I do really appreciate a lot of the creators on the platform and other platforms that can be like, this is my singular vision from conception to like execution. I also really work well on teams and love the collaborative effort because like, your favorite movie, your favorite album are is never one person. Mm-hmm. It's a group of people. You know what I mean? Like you can have a vision, you can carry it through, but when these other people help you to build it up and make it the way that it is, it's, you know what I mean? Like that's why they call them projects and it comes out better. The one thing that humans do, I think much better than we give ourselves credit for is working together. Like motherfucker, you don't know how to build an airplane. You don't know how to fly one, but like through the community that you that is the earth, you can go to places that you'd never be able to go by yourself. And, and you see that same like with us in our small company with the way we work and like with the video essays and, and stuff. And I do struggle with that sometimes because I'm I'm very married to my vision sometimes, and and I feel like I can be a little bit uncompromising. But I've definitely had those moments where like you know I talked about it, and then we brainstormed as a group. And then you're right, it, it became better because people said like, oh, do it this way or add this or add that. And it made me go, oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. You're right. That would make it better. So, yeah, I've, I've been working on being more collaborative, but I, I, I tend to be a lone wolf on, on certain things. But uh, the way we got things set up now, it's it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Go watch Pat's essay and go watch some of the other essays we've done, too. I, I did one on Shenmue. Uh, uh, I did one on Money Heist. Yeah, Chris did one on Money Heist. Marketo um, did the Vikings Marketo one. did one on Vikings way back in the day. Uh, we just recently did an Avatar mm-hmm. one. So if you guys aren't aware, we, we are delving into content other than reactions. It doesn't really pull the views, but I think we're doing it because we want to. We enjoy yeah. doing it. I also it's, think they're it's good. It's very satisfying. Yeah, it is good. Like I, really I would good. be, I, I think there's reasons to be critical, and this isn't me just, I can be critical of myself all day, but I really think you guys are doing good. I think Marquette's uh, Viking one was really good. I think if a video like any of the ones that we made would have dropped on Nerdwire or Nerdwriter or like any of those other video essay channels, I think they would have done really well there. It's just about the audience. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you guys don't know us for anything besides reactions because that's what we've been doing for like seven, eight years now. But if you if one of those videos comes up in your feed, give it a chance. Give it a I, chance. I promise you, you'll see a side of us that that you don't see on. Because in a reaction, it's very like in the moment. We don't have time to be analytical. It's just mm-hmm. like whatever is in that moment comes out, and it's very hit or miss. You know, sometimes we're on it, sometimes we're not. But with video essays, like he said, he's been working on this for two years. So you see that passion and that patience and that like. Uh, it, it, there's just a lot more care to the product, and so, I, I think it's really, really fun to watch uh, how everybody handles their own video essays. Yeah, I think for me, I've, we've done a lot, and I, I'm pretty sure you guys feel the same way. But like, we've done a lot of different creative things for this channel. We've done a lot of things, but I think a lot of us get the biggest gratification or self gratification from the video essay. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong. I'm not saying that you may or not, but for me, oh, no, I, I, I had the yeah, biggest sure. self gratification from I doing, I did skits before I've done stuff before, but this was the gratification I got from this was phenomenal because it was from the beginning to the end. And like I told you that journey was, even though I didn't write for two years, like I wasn't writing this essay for two years. Like I got, I had it written, like the essay was done within two months, but like sitting on it, thinking about it, just, retweeting it the whole journey was something i wouldn't take it for granted because like i learned a lot yeah because when you wrote man you you came in the the first draft was like 15 pages yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, it and it was like hey this is great but we're gonna have to shorten this down a little bit and uh 
you become a better writer too. Yep. One thing I really like about uh, Evan, I hope he doesn't mind us shouting him out, but he's very like uh, honest and professional with his criticism. Um, and he's able to tell you like, eh, this is a li little wordy without being disrespectful about mm -hmm. it. You know, yeah. like he, he's able to like make you better and be honest about it. Like what, what you don't want is a lot of yes men around you. That's like, oh yeah, no, perfect. Great. Right. Yeah. yeah. You want to make I, your shit better. Yeah. And if and, you got to make it better, you gotta be critical. And I really appreciate Evan for that to be like, uh, this is a good sentence, but I think it's a little wordy. We can make it a little better. And he, he just, he just, it's again, it's that collaborative synergy that is just, it's, it's so fun. It's satisfying. We don't get a lot of views on the video essay, but we're going to keep doing them because I want people to notice and hopefully it becomes a piece of content that that is uh, highly watched one day. It's going to take time, like anything else. Um, here's the way I see it. Reactions are super fun. And uh, I'm not going to say it's like low effort because it's not. It's very difficult to watch a show and try to be entertaining at the same time and also not talk over dialogue and also try to remember everything that's happened in the show and we're watching like 20, 30 shows. Like we have to juggle a lot. But like I see reactions as like a dessert. You know, it's just like... It's just, it's a quick, just tasty treat. But like a video essay is like a freaking. It's like an entree. Like a, yeah, like a fillet. Like a, like a Wagyu steak. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's, there's care and time and patience. We're going to have to get Spider to write one now. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, what would I write one about? Oh, know. it's super fun. Write, write whatever you want. And we'll, we'll bring uh, write the Book of Mormon, but for Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses, right? Oh, you uh, could do Jehovah's Witnesses. You could do yeah, something about that. So. Yeah, the cult. Let's talk about it. Uh, honestly, yeah. you can relate it to community too, because one of the main, well, one of the main black characters in communities is a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, normies? Are you guys tired of wearing the same fandom shirt as other people around you over and over again? Well, here's the thing. Head over to Pampling right now. That's P-A-M-P-L-I-N-G dot com and use the code the normies to get your own unique shirt and a free pair of socks. Yeah. Uh, so check it. Uh, we were going to talk about Rick and Morty, but I think we're just going to talk about Starship Troopers and then maybe talk about Rick and Morty a bit at the end if we got time. Sure. Time. So uh, the movie... Welcome to the yes. Normies Movie Club. I, I have to disclose, I have brought shame on the podcast. I, I, did, I didn't finish the movie. Where's How far did you get? Where's his dunce hat? Man, I got like halfway. We did say we were going to make a dunce hat. Hold on. What's uh, the dunce hat mean? One second. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to grab it. one piece of paper and I'm going to fold you up a dunce hat. Okay, while we... okay that's fair. That's fair. Perfect. I think I watched enough of it to have like a surface level conversation, but I know obviously missing like most of the movie. There was so much I missed. I will go back and finish it. We're going to spoil it. For did you I, like it? Yes. It's so... Dude, as I was watching it, even the little bit I saw, like I just kept thinking, like, what happened to movies? Like, what happened? That shit was that's good, original. Man. What like, happened to movies like this? Like, we used to be so much more creative back in the, back in the nineties and maybe even the early two thousands. Like graphics. Yes. Yeah. For, it was ninety seven. Ninety seven. Like, this is amazing. This is good saving, for ninety seven. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan was ninety eight. Also, I want to. Jurassic Park was ninety six. Bro, are we allowed to talk about this movie right now? I'm sorry, I don't know um, if we stopped causing a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we we can talk about like let's just the surface level like surface level. I want to say like in those this movie came. 97, 96. Yeah. Bro, this movie predicted a lot of fucking things. First, it predicted arena football. I I cannot believe they came up with arena football back then. What they just showed you was arena football. What do you mean? Yeah. So the, arena the, football the is like scene? playing football inside yeah. and like shorting the field, and it's always just like one or two throws through one or two throws, and you're gonna get touchdown. It's high yeah. scoring game. They show like that is what's happening right now in the league. Like there's arena football just based on that. And then another thing I saw was Tesla? They're talking about like Tesla. Like, maybe I, I. I thought they said something about no, Tesla. Tesla. I gotta like, go back. They got electric cars here now. Um, I don't know if they were talking about the, but yeah, I think I think it was something to do with their studies. Thank you. 
There's, there's your ASMR for the day. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dig Not uh, even even just the half of the movie I saw. I think I just I couldn't escape the thought of like, man, what happened to movies? Not to say that there aren't good movies still, but they're like. I feel like they're few and far between now. So, you know, like, what happened to originality? Before we get into that, I will say that this movie was a flop when it came out. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and if you're talking about movies, like movie movies, there still are uh, films out there. We just saw The Whale. You got to go out and seek this shit. Like, these aren't the things that people are talking about. The only, like... It's not in the mainstream anymore. Yeah, but I mean, blockbusters have always been blockbusters. Like, people didn't look at Jaws as, like, a really good film when it came out as a blockbuster. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got to get off the mainstream if you want to find some things that are good out there. I do still want to watch the uh, Banshees of Aishalarsh and whatever the hell it was. Like, all of those things. I'm curious. It's about... it's uh, So, it's Colin Farrell and the other dude who was in Bruges and, like... It's about their friendship. Those movies exist. You just have to go and find them. They're not going to uh-huh. be given to you. Starship Troopers, you would have seen because there wouldn't have been a lot of movies out at the time, but it also flopped still. So, Interesting. Uh, fun fact about this that. movie before we get into it, it's based off of a book written by Robert Heiling. Um, so it popularized Space Marines. It popularized Power Armor. Uh, Halo gets a lot from it. Starcraft gets a lot from it. Uh, yeah, it's very sorry. influential to sci-fi movies and not just in the way that it inspires those things those outfits used in starship troopers have been used in so many other yeah. that same prop yeah the helmet and everything have just been used in so many other movies as well i, I even even the book series i i read recently um shishin Liu's uh the three body problem series mm-hmm. i i saw a lot of influences in that too i was like dang like this it was ahead of its time it felt very ahead of yeah, its time. It was, yeah so uh, we're gonna talk about what you guys thought the movie was about. I uh, just like tell me like, well, here's a question: um, who, Who's the bad guy? The bad guy's the bugs. Only good bugs are dead bug. Only good bug is a dead bug. You're right. It, uh, it, it, it's. <laughs> well, what do we know? About I mean, we're bugs. human, so we're made to root for the human side. But I'm wondering yeah. why we're. I, I do. I do. Th- I, exactly. I think we probably yeah. fucked it up. I feel like what ha- so like what they predicted was what ha- what kind of happened. The aftermath of 9-11. We're not... This movie was also written while the Gulf War was happening. While the Gulf War. So, like, mm-hmm. we're not... The way I take 9-11 was, like, the Taliban attacked us, and now we're just seeking revenge. But by seeking revenge, we do the wrong things. We go to every... Like, I think they went to every single planet, just kill every single bug and everything like that, but not going after the root cause. Like, we were doing this... So, the question is, is why did the bugs attack? Because we we were like I think the bug said that we were trying to fuck with the land so much or something like that we weren't leaving. Co- it was co- um, there was a Mormon outpost that built its um, headquarters mm. on a mm. bug planet. What does that mean? They like so Mormons. There was a group of Mormons that went out into like space. Like Mormons that we know Mormons. Yeah, like. yeah. Okay. And they yeah. built a colony for themselves on a bug planet. They didn't know it was a bug planet when they did it, but they built a colony there anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, and so the bugs were like, what? Are y'all doing in our territory? What the That's shit? fair. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, oh, hold on. Oh, it's yeah. fair for who, Pat? For the, the bugs to be mad or for the people to build on the land? The bugs that is to in be there? mad. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That is fair for the bugs to be mad. And that we follow sense. that up with like, um, so anyway, I want to. Here's the first thing I want to talk about is I want to talk about that first scene in the movie where uh, the teacher is in the classroom. Yeah, yeah that was a good he, scene. Oh, that was, you told me to rewatch it. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was a good scene. That was so good scene. that scene kind of sets up the whole entire movie. They talk about the failure of democracy, how veterans uh, took power. And he was also talking about power. Like, we're going to focus mm-hmm. on certain things, like kind of twisting 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of like maybe like a lot of military propaganda too. Oh, yep. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. like and like why? Uh, well, I'm sorry, I don't don't want to like side. No, no, no. Like, and the one thing, the one thing I do want to mention is a phrase that is used in there that showed that kind of gives away the goat of like what the movie's about. And it's like violence is the supreme authority that all powers derive from. Yeah. Right. And like you hear that, and you're like, damn, that sounds ridiculous. And then you think about us, yeah. America as a whole, and how much we spend on our military mm-hmm. and the only violence we really approve of is state violence. I mean, fucking look at the police, but like violence is the supreme authority that all power is derived from is a crazy <clears throat> fascistic statement. It is. And we borderline live by that. Yeah. And the movie starts you with that. We have <laughs> enough money in this country to fix everything, but we do, but we we need we need more bombs. We need those missiles. So I, <laughs> I, I want, I, and I, I I like so I know we spend like what three trillion what two trillion three trillion dollars on Mo- I'd have to look ninety nine percent of our so money. We, and like I I think it's stupid and if if I was the president we would take some of that money away and reallocate it everywhere else mm-hmm. but it's I'm, I'm trying problem. to figure I'm trying to think on the logic that why are we doing this mm-hmm. and I think why we're doing this is because we are like I mean I hate to say it man. But like we we don't like like when something's different we don't like things and like different races and stuff like that and eventually bro like China and some like these big power companies maybe like all right we want to take the world so then we do need to have a big military so we can stop that but our military is the biggest by so much it's yeah like, but like but like China's catching up though the China's catching up like bro like they, they their their navy's catching up obviously their navy's not as close to us but their navy's catching up in the several several years so like we've been I spending more on our military than any other country than all the other countries combined for over deck for decades right, but, so the thing is is imagine you live next door to somebody who couldn't feed his family but he had 10,000 guns and then everyone else in the neighborhood only had 100 guns but you'd you be know, like hey but, but that 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 guy is going to be able to protect that person but, 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 but and that's the somebody and that that's where it comes but no 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 here's the thing here's also here's also the full circle of it is like the people with few opportunities make a large part of the military because like and th- and this is what I was going for in mm-hmm. the in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. is like why do people join the military and some people genuinely are like I want to go serve I want to go protect my country mm-hmm. and again I'm not disrespecting our troops like it's going to fall just off just set I'm your like, hat next mm-hmm. to you you yeah. <laughs> hat I this is please don't like misinterpret this as us like talking shit about the troops that's not what this is but I think there is something to be said about like it's not just one type of personality joining the military. There's a lot of different types of personality, okay? I, I knew a lot of kids in uh, high school that, well, at one in particular that was, like, very clearly unhinged. And he was, like, totally, like, I'm going to be in the Marines. I'm going to join the ROTC. So it's, like, people join for different things. But, like, the shower scene where the, where the guy was, like, why did you all join? You hear everybody saying their reasons, but not mm-hmm. one of those reasons was, I genuinely want to be here. It was to it, become a politician, to have a baby, and to go to college yeah so and like, to go to college one uh, literally is going to hit hard because one of the reasons america doesn't have free colleges yeah I, and i know people in my personal life that that joined uh uh at least the national guard in high school because they saw that bonus sign up and the the money yeah. was flaunted in yep. front of their eyes and then they and, had more for getting married which is kind of wild yeah and, and it's just like the military does offer a lot of things but it almost feels mm, i don't know a little predatory so sometimes. let's stick to yeah. just the movie and we'll let people draw their own conclusions yeah. but uh yeah the shower scene 
is actually the reason why I watched the movie because I remember on I Love the 90s there was an episode where they were talking about Starship Troopers and the only thing they said about in this episode of I Love the 90s on VH1 because I'm old was there's a co-ed shower scene in this movie and I was like bad and so I watched it and I was like oh this movie's tight they're blowing up shit and killing things that's cool and, and I then, like, boobs I'm like oh yeah and then like rewatching as an adult and you're like oh this movie is just straight up so some people watched it and were like who put out this fascist movie for fascists? And other people watching was like, this is great satire of like fascist. <laughs> and so the guy, Robert Highline, who wrote the book, this was, um, it said that he wrote the book to say that, hey, America, you are looking weak. These are the things you should do in order to be strong. Let the veterans run everything. Uh, service guarantees you citizenship. So he wrote that into this book, which is some fascist shit. And then the movie was like, it was directed by Paul Verhoeven, same guy who did RoboCop, who grew up in the Netherlands during World War II. So he saw it and he was like, bet I'm going to make an anti-fascist propaganda film. And so that's what he made. And so it's like a satire of that. And so this satire didn't hit super well. And some people saw it for what it actually wasn't. And to further that point, I'm going to share some pictures with you guys and with you guys. Just give me a second. I got to go click it over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Let's dude. Go I, click um, the button. I, I, even in my personal life, man, I, I was at a point where I was like, I think I'm going to go join the military. I was at, I was at the crossroads too. And not because I wanted to, but because the I... The money. I, not even for the money. I was... Honestly, I was lost in my life and I literally didn't know what else to do. And, and I, again... I've just recently been diagnosed with ADHD, but it's affected me all my life. And I've been like a highly disorganized person. And instead of like, instead of saying to myself, like, hey, maybe there's something I need like medical intervention for. It was more like self-deprecating, like I'm this useless person and I I can't be effective in society. So maybe I need to go to the military to get my shit together. And see, but that like, if you feel like you need to be in the military to be like uh, an effective person, then I mean, that's just, but that's that those are the options that are given to you shaped by the world that we live in. But so that's what I mean by like predatory, because that's kind of what's advertised to you. you And I want to talk about this scene here. Uh, It's when you see Doogie Howser. I think this is the second time you see him in the movie. I can't believe it was in this movie. If you check out his outfit here, it kind of gives away the goat. My guy is dressed up with the Hugo Boss straight (laughs) Nazi agenda shit right here, right? This is it, right? He comes in and he is telling like he's the leader and he's doing this shit like it's already showing you the emblem that they use um, for their flag is very close to the uh, one of the Nazi emblems with an eagle on it holding some shit. So like the movie's doing these things on purpose and like if you catch it, you catch it, right? But like you don't see those things because the movie's also very inclusive. Everyone's like Yeah, because the yeah. Hey, Carver, we got young Carver in this yeah. bitch. Young Carver, hey, look at him, boy. Um, love it. I, this is literally the only other picture I have. But like, <laughs> so the movie's giving you those things, right? It's like, oh, look, everything's all inclusive, all this and that. So you don't notice that. Oh, yeah, but we're still expanding into spaces that we shouldn't be expanding to. Um, the only way you can become a citizen. Like you, if you want to vote, you have to be in the army, right? And so I didn't get that either. That's well, I mean, that's also the movie like giving away like the whole thing. Like you need to earn your right to vote, right? But that's that's not democracy. I'm sorry. But his, like, so the main character's dad, right? Uh-huh. He comes from a rich family. Uh-huh. How did his parents, like his parents, were also against this whole thing? I think they I think they're against the whole politi- like the whole army military agenda. Yeah, they're against that. So how were they able to? come up in society because i feel like you have to be like if you're if we're living in this times i feel uh-huh. like you have to be okay with what they're like see that's the the other like sweet spot to the movie that they give you is that um 
you don't you can quit the military whenever you want. No, you can't. They, yeah, say, you that, can. they said that you would be tarnished. Yeah, but you can quit whenever you want. But Rico people, almost quit when he almost walked out after training after he got somebody uh, shot in training. But yeah, for him, for him, it's yeah, easy. For true. him, it's easy to quit because he has his family to fall back on. For but, a lot but of no, people, but I'm, what I'm saying is that like you can quit the military, like you can't quit the American military whenever you want. Like th- this movie is giving you these like little sweet spots of like, oh look, his family's able to become rich and able to talk shit about the government, and they're fine. Mm-hmm. But they can't vote, <laughs> right? You can quit the military vote. whenever you want, but you can't vote. And if you can't vote, then you have no power in society. And remember, the only way to get power in this society is by using violence effectively. Damn. Mm. Full circle. So it's um, uh, also the other thing, too, is a possible speculation. Two things. Um, so Johnny Rico in the book, I think he's Juan Rico. But in this book, he's Johnny Rico. They call him Johnny in the book, too. But. He's blonde hair, blue eyed, chisel jawed, Casper Van Dien, uh, and he, looking like he's a part of the Aryan race. And he's out in Argentina. A lot of Nazis fled to Argentina after yeah. the war. So the movie's giving you that shit too. That's what I'm saying. It's one of those ones. Like I know, uh, Pat, you came in this morning. I think you said like this movie isn't like it's only surface level, and like it can be read that way. But it also be read much worse. Even at the end when they figure out the bugs have emotions, everyone's like, oh, bet. We can kill him even better. That, that, is that what they meant? I, I don't think that's what they meant. I felt that they, they were happy that the bug felt emotions of sadness because they want them to feel that sadness that's because right, they, for all the other people they killed. No, bro. When they said he didn't say sadness, he said it's scared. scared. Yes. And everybody scared. was like, yeah. yeah they're happy because he's scared because how much like they want they want the, do- the, the not the dog they want the uh, bug to feel scared so that so, so humans, humans could feel like okay this the, like the bug knows that it's doing something wrong let's, I thought it was let's, uh, let's replace bugs mm-hmm. and, and follow me here let's replace bugs with Middle Eastern people wow that's racist I, I, and, and the reason I say that is because what we see on the news is what we see on the news we don't really know if they're the, the, where I'm going with this is we invaded Iraq on weapons of mass destruction and essentially destroyed their country did we find those weapons over, of mass destruction? O- over a cause that wasn't even there and all of our troops have to follow orders so you join the military and then inadvertently you're made to do things that you may not agree with, but you have no choice but to follow these orders. And we can make those people look however we want to by by the media. You mm-hmm. know, mainstream media is all bought out. No, no matter what aisle you're on, uh, Democrat, Republican, like they all have agendas. So like re- re- just replace bugs with like a different race. Like we can we can we can say these people over here are fucking evil. They're uh-huh. they're, they're disgusting. They got to go. They're, they're trying to they're standing against yeah. our way of life. Yeah. I, 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 but like, I mean, I, I, I if you put it that way, then it's like I could see how the movie's turning out. But these bugs were sucking people's brains out. Like, so? I like they, bro, we are on their territory. They, they yeah. weren't fucking with us till we fucked with them. Yeah, we came to their planet. It was just like, hey, we yeah, but like, there's, there's there's a way to kill somebody with humanly, but like to suck. How would they kill not, anyone humanely when they're not humans? Yeah, they do. They're gonna do it how they do it. On how do you planet. kill a bug? You squash on it. Would you kill a human by squashing it? I yeah. You could if you're big enough. I mean, I mean, yeah. but so that, that's what I'm saying is like this, so. But also, the movie gives you a lot of the teen romance stuff. <laughs> To kind of carry you through, right? Because they're like, oh, we're making a little blockbuster. And all those guys were either on like uh, Beverly Hills 90210 or um, the other fucking, what was the other one? Beverly Hills 90210. That or, was great. Um, I love how they did all that. Damn it. There's another show that some of the some of the characters were on as well. Baywatch. 
Maybe uh, something like that. I don't know Dawson, it does. Dawson's Creek. Something. Oh, it, well, I can't remember it exactly. So on the chat, I'll tell you. But yeah, something like that. So it's like, look at these young, like cool people. What are they going to do? Mass crazy violence. I want to join the military for a girl. Bro, yeah, and that was some dumb shit. She too. didn't even like him. Melrose Place. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to uh, say something about the romance thing too. It's like, hey, it's it's cool dating in high school, but uh, <laughs> you know, don't uh, don't go to the military for somebody. Like no, no, that. no, no, no. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, of course, don't go to the military for somebody like that. But like, don't don't make your future life plans around Under your high school. Yeah. Here's the thing: high school sweethearts exist. Some of them get married and live happily ever after. Shout out to Big Spency. But the thing is, after high school, after college, mm. you can't. Don't chase the relationship. Chase what you personally want to do and try to fit the relationship into that. Mm -hmm. Like both people should talk about like, hey, this is what I want to do. And this is what I want to do. And then talk about your relationship and be like, does it still fit? And if it doesn't, then you might have to have an honest conversation that either we got to go our separate ways so that we both can pursue what we want to do. So we can grow as peoples. Or Mm -hmm. maybe we take a break, go do our thing, and maybe we can reconnect later in life. But like, I think, I think a lot of people will like move towns or like give up the school that they really want to go to so they can go to this lesser school that wasn't a part of their plan so they can be closer to this person which that you know yeah most of these young relationships are probably not going to pan out so mm-hmm. don't 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 like ruin the course of your life yeah you are allowed to change as a person which yes. which is a hard thing to say because while you're in that relationship you love that person and it's it's a very strong emotion but you need to be thinking long term mm. yep. you know and it's it's just that was another thing i'm like this dude's a fucking fool like i thought it was a fool yeah. too i was like bro why like, she's clearly flirting with the other dude and then she he was like say it just once just to try it on for size and she was like i, lo- I love you yeah <laughs> it felt, yeah I, I i yeah i was i was like which i was like bro why are you doing this and to go back to what you were saying puppy it's like love puppy love but like he already got what he wanted. He got the nookie at the end. So what, you know. What do you guys think about the, uh, the, the little propaganda uh, movies? I, the little commercials? Yeah. Those, I like that. I like that about the 90s. Like the, the cop we watched. Yeah. The Robo movies, Robo that, I like how they did that. That was, if there was, that was their style in the 90s of doing movies. That was cool. It, like, it more seems like his style because he did that. Yeah, yeah, oh, he also did Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that, that's fucking dope. That's, but like, I mean, you know, they're literally... It's just straight up propaganda that they're dropping in a movie when they're like giving the kids bullets and shit and you know, yeah. gun training. There's a corporal punishment on, and you can watch it live. Would you like to know more? It, yeah, it, it, expands, more six. it expands the world in just really subtle ways. And yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what happened to movies. They're still, like they're, they're still around. They're still around. I, I, like I surprised I like this movie. Don't worry. The, I was gonna uh, ask that, like, because you normally you thought it was scary at first. So what? I was. So wasn't there Starship Troopers too? There's yeah. a, there, yeah, there's, there's like three, three more. So I, I, okay, so I don't think I don't, I don't think I've seen the first one. The first one, I, the one I saw with my friend a long time ago, it may have been the second or third one. The op- I, I just remember the opening scene is like they immediately get attacked. Like the, the spaceship comes out and they immediately get attacked. And the whole brain sucking thing happens again. And that was... That, ah. that's, why I didn't, that's why I didn't care for that whatever. But me actually watching it and watching it, once I got desensitized from the bugs and actually just... Pay attention to the movie. I was like, "There's some, there's some good messages in here. Um, there's some messages that you guys said that I didn't see when I was watching it. Like the, the, for example, like I think the bug being scared was not to dehumanize the bug. I think it was just like 
we were like, okay, we, we're happy that the bugs actually feeling the same emotions as we are. I that's mean, how I took it. As. That society that they paint, that. though, the way they bring violence against everything. I mean, that's literally they're on a genocide, bro. But they're not, they're not, they're, yeah. they're, they're, I know they're the only end to this war is when there are no more bugs exist. I, I think it's a fair interpretation, depending on the layer that you're watching the movie on. If we're watching it as a purely black and white, like good guy versus bad guy thing. Then yeah, I think that's a fair interpretation. But that's the thing, man. Like, and to be fair, like you know, we, we me and Chris, we we went to film school, so we we we've kind of known how to interpret certain things. So like, it's you know, you you you're gonna get there. I promise you, you're gonna start Ooh. to you're gonna start to see things that you're like, oh damn, that's actually what they're. But the, the, we now, need I, to, uh, I have a I have a question. Sorry to top you off. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, does the way you guys see things does that not ruin movies for you guys? No. Like to, to for me, I watch movies and TVs and as escape and just as entertainment and to observe and take it in and just take it in. But when you guys want to go see, when you guys are watching films, you guys want to see all the layers and everything. Is it not taking the fun out? Not just absolutely just observing it. No, just, it makes I it. Do, but we, no, we are observing. I do both. I know exactly what you mean. Like because <laughs> there's some there's some shows that I watch that like Bria can't watch with me just because she can't sit through the whole things like you see it's too deep or something like that and i'll just watch something and be like i agree i disagree with everything happening in this fucking movie but it was still a good movie for just cinematic adventure like i wanted to go through that journey yeah it, and watch it like you can take the go through the other layers later if you want to kind of a deal i think it depends on the content like sometimes i do just want to watch something to like watch something and not have to think about it too hard but mm -hmm. And I had a huge issue with this um, when I was kind of in my college and like, I want to be a filmmaker. You know, like every every piece of, every piece of content that I consumed had to be an Oscar chaser. Like yeah. it, it had to be like I I was on some fucking bullshit to be like, oh, you guys watch those. Oh, you guys watch Fast and the Furious. Uh, you guys don't even. It was hard for me to just enjoy a movie for what it was because yeah. I, because I was being so pretentious about it. And I've become a lot less jaded and I, I, I can enjoy a movie for just what it is. I think it just depends on the piece of content. But like, mm -hmm. look, man, if you're watching a movie like Interstellar or like Inception, that's not a surface that that's not yeah. a surface level experience like yeah. you're you're gonna come out with something you know and the reason why but I if you're these... watching fast and the furious 10 hey i'm grabbing the popcorn and i'm yeah, shutting yeah. my mind off you know There's like gonna be something stupid that happened with the yeah. car flying off a mountain attached yeah. to a rope shooting At, into space or there's something. a time and so place like for there's everything. uh when i'm I, there's two things here i picked two movies that seem like sir i did this on purpose i picked these two movies don't worry next movie's gonna be pretty easy and fun Full i picked two jacket. movies <laughs> that are like they seem like they're surface level movies that's the point right that's how i wanted to start this whole entire thing it was because you watched a movie that seems like a surface level movie which is uh it was american uh american, american psycho. psycho which isn't and like i like that idea right but that's not going to be all the movies that are here some of them are going to be watching we're just going to talk about it because i like these movies and don't worry we will be also taking other movie suggestions i got plenty of other things going on too it's just that black history month's coming up so I want to make this the next suggestion. I'm going to talk with Spider Man making some more for the movies we're watching. But, like, not just surface, like, some of them will be, but I'm just saying, like, I don't watch everything with a critical mind, right? The first time I watched this movie was because it had titties in it. Okay, so you. Tits. you so, when the first time you watched this movie, you, you also thought the 
bugs were the bad guys. Yeah, you man. Wanted, you I thought we were bugs. watching the fuck. Yeah, you bro. Genocide and everything. Yes. Okay, cool. Same. Space All movie. Right, All right, cool. You know, I feel like that. And then when someone's like, oh, this movie's actually like the whole entire planet is fascist, bro. Like we're becoming the empire. Yeah. We're literally becoming Darth Vader in this movie. And I'm like, well, I didn't see it that way. And you go back and rewatch it. You're like, holy fuck. <laughs> I didn't. You know what I mean? Like okay. when it when it hits you that second time. Yeah. And you're just like, it's, oh, it, it's like uh, he did all this and he just becomes a lieutenant. It's like listening <laughs> to music. You the, like the more you listen to it, the more you catch. You're like, oh, yeah, I didn't. Ooh, that was a good bar. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's like so you guys are not catching this on the first time. Hell no. no. All right, cool. You, yeah. Because I'm not catching. I'm like, what the fuck? How am I watching this wrong? No, 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 no. no, no. That's, <laughs> no. That, that's exactly like a lot of it. All right. So there's this girl who I watch, this woman, this lady. Her name's Lindsay Ellis. She has done a critical analysis of all of the Transformers movies. And it's great because the Transformers movies are not meant to be watched like that. So you can get a lot of entertainment by why. Imagine, imagine, you know, a two, two, um, two chain song, uh, birthday all i want for my birthday is a big booty hoe yeah. let's say we listen to that song and we deconstruct what does he mean by that right when i die bury me in a booty club and like we take that apart and like there's there's, there's entertainment in it you know what i mean it's like like somebody comes out and says that song is actually about the duality of man yeah <laughs> and it'd be like if i if you brought a cheeseburger in and we took this cheeseburger and was like iron chef the fuck out of it you know what i mean like um would it okay? So I, I didn't finish watching the movie. Would it be a fair comparison to say that it was like, it was kind of like a sci-fi Full Metal Jacket? Um, I can see that. Oh yeah, I think the satire hits. It's not it's the, like not, a, not the satire, but kind of like the oh the like, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like like kind of you know like Full Metal Jacket. Like we we follow them from basic training all the way to the to the shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. And um, that, I mean, yeah, that is pretty much. It that is yeah that's if you were gonna say it's Full Metal Jacket meets fucking sci-fi. And I've like, never seen Full Metal Jacket. Oh, we'll save that one yeah, for later. That's that's a heavy one. Um, yeah, that's, that's some that's some more. Bracteria, cool. you're absolutely right. The Lindsay Ellis series about there's also I watched uh, this is a great one too that I'm just gonna tell you guys about. It's this dude who does a breakdown of um, um, Fast and the Furious two, and how it's about a bisexual love triangle. <laughs> And I was like, no, the fuck it's not. And then I watched this video and I was like, okay, if you want to see it that way, sure thing. And it's kind of hilarious. I mean, there's no way not to. With all the with Tyrese and Paul Walker, I could see that. Being I think like, Tyrese, like one of them says, like, I'm going to eat your ass or something like that. And, like, oh, and it's like, well, maybe, you know, they misread this line or they wanted it to sound or like, I'm going to have your ass or something like that. And it was like, or, or maybe just look at it this way. And it's, it's a, like, I don't know. It's, it's fun to do. I think it's fun to do. Uh, here's our next suggestion for our next movie club for the next movie we're gonna watch, and we'll talk about Rick and Morty a little bit. Rick and Morty. All right. uh, so the next movie is set it off. What is it nice. called? Yeah, set it off. off. Have you seen set it off? I think you're gonna love set it off. You yep. love a good heist. Yep. Oh. Well, I like heist. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a heist movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm down. So, yeah. uh, you know, one of the best heist just, movies is simply job. just called The Heist. No, just you're a, actually about to watch one of the best heist movies. Just to uh, set oh, it up, uh, yeah. uh, set it off. Uh, can we, can uh, we get the main? Yeah, main I'm just going to read you the cast. I'm just going to read you. Don't yeah. look. Don't look. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah. The cast cash. is Queen Latifah, Vivica A. Fox, Jada Pickett Smith. Let's go. These, these oh, two yeah. are Let's my go. childhood crushes. Let's go. I haven't heard of this one. Yeah, well, I'll this tell you why I haven't heard of it. back when I was still afraid of Queen Latifah. <laughs> right? Queen Latifah. Like, is this during her peak? 
Yeah, uh, you didn't hear about it because you didn't have any black aunties. That's your, that's yeah, your problem. Yeah, yeah. If you Before had black you aunties, you would like, it. <laughs> it's more on some gangster shit back when I'm she would beat your ass over I'm down for that movie. Fox is so fine. Yep. She's married to this Laker, uh, Rick Fox. Rick and, Fox, old Rick Fox, and, yes. And dude, she, she and Queen Latifah were my crushes, man. Do you know where she's from? Vivica Fox? Yeah. No. Here. Indiana? Yeah, she went to Arlington. Indianapolis, what? son. Yeah. Straight Hoosier gang B. Are you telling me that I may have a chance to meet Vivica Fox? If she comes home for Valent uh, hey. for Thanksgiving and you're around, yeah. Baby Babyface went to my middle school. Show what? Babyface is from Baby here. Is from here. Yeah. Michael uh, Jackson uh, is from here. Michael I know Michael Jackson is from yeah, here. Yeah. I know Larry Bird's from here. Larry Bird. Prince is from Edinburgh. But Prince, no, Prince, we know Prince. No, no, no. We do have uh, what's his name? Oh boy, from uh, Friday too. Oh, Mike Epps. Yeah, yeah, Mike Epps. Oh, I know Mike Epps. Dude. Yo, so Mike Epps is like a silent hero for Indiana. He does yeah. so Bro, much. Bro, yeah, you do. He does so much work here that you don't even no. hear or see. And, and he's very invested in the real estate game. Me and uh, P-Dub went to this uh, fucking uh, juice shop. We were just kind of grabbing some food. And then we walk out and this car drives by and P-Dub's like, Yo, that's Mike Epps. Yeah, and, and we, we just did this like thing, and yeah, dude, Mike Epps is just rolling around. Like he's here, just like a, a casual dude. He is here a lot, and he does a lot in Indiana, and you wouldn't know about it. You don't hear about it because he, he he doesn't. He's not being flashy about it. He's just he's just helping he, out. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't want to make sure the press is out there when he yeah, does things. He, you know, but, and that's that's fucking dope. Yep. I, I high respect for that. Nice. Um, so James Conner, why are you looking at him? Uh, because uh, Chris Hauser says he knows James Conner. Jace Connor's from Indiana? No, I don't I don't know. Oh. I'm just telling what Chris is. Chris, said. I know who Jace Connor is. Uh so last thing, last little topic. Oh, movie club. Watch set it off. Also, you goobers, quit waiting to the day before. Don't watch the movie on Thursday. No, can I tell you why I watch it on Thursday? Fucking it's more fresh in my head so I can talk about it better. You can simmer on it too, but okay, fair enough. <laughs> I look, I'll give it to Pat. Pat's able to, or I'll give it, actually, I'll give it to everyone except for the dunce today. Sorry, baby. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, well, I, I tried to cram for the test and it failed. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a high risk, high can reward. I, I, you got to see. I'm going to give you a C. Can I make a hot take on this movie real quick yeah. before we end it? There, I like the main character. He is, I, I was actually Johnny rooting for Rico. Johnny Rico. I was rooting for him. I wanted him to succeed. I just wish they, they could have picked a better person. Yeah. Like, he he's a good actor in his own right, but maybe that character did not fit him. Hey, Johnny Rico, come on, like come on. But oh no, no I'm sorry. Like uh, like like, uh, like I'm, I'm, if I'm correct, Rico is like a brown person's name. But he lives in Buenos Aires. Yeah, he's, he was from Buenos Aires. before it gets destroyed. Well, uh, but that that makes sense. Then. Well, well, well here's the thing, Pat, and I, I'm trying to think of a, a movie example here, but maybe. It's not always the goal to have the protagonist be a likable person. Maybe he's supposed to be the bad guy. But is he the bad guy this movie? Because I think he was supposed to be like the man. Think about how he goes from being this like sunny disposition. Oh, hum to dum, life is good. I got this girlfriend a little bit late. You guys want to live forever? You fucking monkey, like bro. He gets. He becomes a stone, a brick. He becomes an efficient murdering, killing machine. Yeah. But that's who he was in the day. Like, nah, man. When, when he, he lost was... his humanity, bro. Sometimes you're not supposed to like the main character because like, I feel like Walter, you, like he was like he was American Walter hero. White like he was like he was. He's as an American hero. Walter White in the later seasons? Yeah. You I know? mean, yeah. Also, like, just think... So we've already decided that the bugs are the victims here because they're getting um, genocided because people moved into their territory and didn't I, talk about them. We don't understand yeah. them. We just now learned that they have the capability of emotions after murdering them as much. And Rico is the fucking face of that. To them, he is a demon. Yeah. 
I I guess we need to watch Ender's but, Game. But yeah, I, right. Yeah, I, I have Ender's one game. more question. Then since you just brought that up, uh huh. And then I want to cap it off with one last thing about the movie. But please, everybody else, feel free to add something too. Yeah. So the, the um, and this is a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say we right now in our time, mm-hmm. we, like uh, there's another pl- blood bug planet out there and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? And we don't know about it. And they don't know about us. Mm-hmm. But somehow we collide. Mm-hmm. All right. They come here. I mean, no, sorry. They, they, like, we collide, and we do exact same thing that happened in this movie. Okay? Mm-hmm. And what happened? We, the Mormons or some other group, accidentally mm-hmm. landed on just another planet, and we didn't know about it because we didn't have no education, no, no, nothing on it. So we landed on another planet. On a planet. Now they're shitty. Mm-hmm. Now they're shitty. Now it was an accident. It was. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it was portrayed. It was an accident because we were ignorant because we didn't do the research on the planet before we landed there, which kind of seems like we're dummies. Sounds real, real weird. Well, Sounds real well, weird that we would just like, not no, 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 no. research a planet and just build. Because something there if too. you're going out in a galaxy, how are you supposed to research everything? And uh, you, you, you do. I have a, actually. Actually, he's because like let's say you feel you're out of fuel or something. You're out of like whatever. You need to stop at a planet. You like you know, how are you gonna research? Like they just stop. Okay, well, if they're the out thing, of fuel, like, how are they shuttling supplies? I have a real world parallel here. First of all, I agree with Pat that it's not always possible to have done your research. But the real world example is, what happened when Columbus discovered India? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like it, like United States or India? Because I didn't know he discovered India. Well, well, India. Well, he, he thought, he he thought it was India. India. He okay. was looking for India. He landed in America, and he was like, "Nah, it's India." Yeah. Call it the West Indies, he did. And then, but what happened to the people living here? Were they? Yeah, they they were they were they were then called savages. And their ways were under. We couldn't understand them, and we had to get rid of them. But they were humans. I'm talking about bugs. They're totally different. They weren't weren't treated differently. Okay, okay, okay. About the same. Okay, pretend that the bugs in the movie looked exactly like humans, talked exactly like humans, but we referred to them. That's that's a different story. If they had a different language, you know. Well, that's all different. It wouldn't have mattered though. We would have done them the same. That's different. Like we, if we're like, because if we're just taking from the movie, if it's Mm -hmm. just bugs, then I agree with what the movie was trying to do. We got to eradicate the bugs. Why? Because the bugs will take over the world one day. So yeah. we got to kill them before they kill us. I, bugs, not humans. And that's bugs. why World War Three is inevitable. Not yeah. humans, because World War Three involves that, humans. But that attitude that yeah, we don't know, we don't know shit about them, and I'm not going to study them. Only thing I know is I'm scared of them, and they're going to get to us first, and that's why we got to get to them first. We do that shit here on our own planet already, right? So yeah, we'll do it to aliens too. That's the point of the movie. The point of the movie is by the end of it, you should be looking at the bugs and be like, damn, they they, they, they might have some culture, they might have something going on with them. What if we just didn't fuck with them? What about a, even the reporter is like, some people think that maybe a live and let live way is going to be the way we should deal with the bugs. Right. And Rico runs up behind him and says, I can eat bugs for breakfast. The only good bug is the dead bug. They bombed Buenos Aires and we're going to kill them all. Yep. That was what he said. They yeah, did. He's hype. He was hype. Why did they bomb Buenos Aires? But I did not know about the Mormon thing. dropped on. So in that moment. We I, were there first. Yeah. But we, yeah. did we go drop in there? Was it exploration or was it more of like, hey, we I went there to build everybody. a Mormon colony and then we got into a it colony, with them. They man? were going there to build a yeah. colony. You didn't tell me to build a colony. The movie told yeah, you. Yeah, the movie. I missed that then. I didn't know they were trying to build a foundation in someone else's. I thought they accidentally landed on that planet and they were trying to get back home. So there, the so, Brechtier so, says that there's been a phrase before in American history. The only good Indian is a dead Indian. The mm-hmm. only good bug is a dead bug. Mm-hmm. They're drawing parallels to real life to show you that the way of thinking, well, then it's the way of the, thinking that's bad. A lot of people like myself are not going to see that because I never, like, I didn't think of, like, good, like, I never heard of a good Indian as a dead, like, so that's the problem with, like, when you guys watch movies, like, you can sometimes maybe just take it to the surface. No. 
That's this boring. movie. You can take it as a service if you want, and you can come away with it. With like, the only good bug like, is a dead bug. My brain is like so. Like, but then you talk about it a bit more, and we, you yeah. know, we yeah, find I, out. I, 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 look, I okay, I agree. If it's Fast and the Furious, I'm enjoying it for what it is. But literally any other movie, uh, it's there's usually something to be. Enjoyed. And a, a message uh-oh. is good to have a message. I agree with you in that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Toy Soldier and Chris Hauser both said something that I didn't know, and I'm gonna have to go back and recheck on this. Uh, they didn't even blow up the city. We did. The bombing in Buenos Aires is implied to be an inside job to push the war effort in the movie. Oh. And now we're... Oh. I'm going to have to rewatch yeah, that. Yeah, I got to watch to see that. Y'all need to give me... All right, y'all need to cite your sources because once... I mean... Oh, that'd be shit. pretty fucked that's, 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 that's a whole story. It'd be believable, though. Like, I was thinking that they were doing some shit that would be to push that. The military agenda, basically. Which made sense. The timing and all that. It was good timing. It was really good timing. Oh, that's from movie number two. Okay, okay, okay. First time chatter. Thank you. Um, also, uh, blow, blow the pirate says the blow pirate says. Oh yeah, that's a good. I one, agree yeah. with Pat. Uh, they, if they look like us, we'll definitely treat them better than the bugs. Uh, look at how Europeans came to the Ukrainians' rescue. Uh, Mid Eastern refugees. Yeah, one hundred percent. You got that too. They would treat them different, but I also think that like if they had a different language, if they looked exactly like people but they were purple. And they had a different language. Same deal, still. That's yeah. an alien. They're not a human. I'm talking about humans. Uh, we we humans we, have humans, we have humanity for humans. Damn. And like, but like, do well, we if we have, had more humanity for nature, we wouldn't have global warming. Shit, yeah, man. I'm just saying we can expand our bounds. Dude, but see, then there's like, I guess I will never see an alien as a. I will always see an alien as a threat because. And when I mean by alien, I'm thinking about galaxy aliens, yeah, like yeah, far, far like, away aliens. Oh, I, I'm we should watch see, Arrival. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. I, I almost, I'm always going to see them as a threat because nine. they are highly more intelligent than us, and they have way more better capabilities. So for them, we are inferior to them. So it's easy for them to wipe us out. But what if their goal is what if what if what if the alien ship that comes here are alien Jehovah Witnesses? I doubt right? that because <laughs> why? No, why? Like, we we said, we're, 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 you're, you're, so ass, you're assuming their goal is to destroy. Yeah, what you would do. No, no, no. Here it is. No, 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 no. Here it is. We've been on this planet for so long. These aliens could come to us anytime they want to say hi to us and like get to know us, be our friends. But why on a specific day are they going to come? Because maybe it's to attack us. Wait, when do when are they going to come at all? If they're going to they, oh, like, if we like, if we've been around be for so specific, long. Whenever they come, it's gonna be a day. Yeah, if we've been around here for so long, they should they should, they should be coming here and be like being here like here they since have to day come one. For the first but they're time not being here since day one. What? Right. They have so, to come for the first time eventually. Hey, actually, right. and we've seen aliens since. No, then. It's like, they, they have the capability to see America whenever they want. There's so much light years ahead of us. Pat, Pat, so much you, more than America. Pat, you might you might agree with this, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna go back to the three body problem here. It's a fantastic like. The more I simmer with that book series, the better it gets. So there's a concept called the dark forest theory, right? And it it insinuates that okay, so we, we've explored space, we not explored space, but like we we we've been trying to study it, and we have not found a single source of any other intelligent life, right? Mm-hmm. The dark forest theory states that the universe is actually teeming with life. But no one is going to dare to try to make contact with each other because of what you're saying. Because yeah. we're all scared because, that we'll try to blow because, each other up. Yeah, exactly. So, like, there's a bunch of aliens out there, but they're not talking because 
of that mentality because it, because as soon as there's contact, violence is probably going to be the first thing. Like, well, it disrupts the, 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 the entire world. Like, hey, we're and, it, and it's a really Would good explanation it? to the Fermi paradox. I think. Yeah, it's the Fermi paradox. Yeah, yeah, dude, I gotta love dude, it when we it's, get on these podcasts. Ooh, ooh, it's so good, dude. Yeah. So so anyways, that, so I think that's kind of what you're because because it says like the the first rule of life is survival, mm-hmm. and survival sometimes means violence. So. It's a great concept. There's actually trillions of civilizations out there, but ain't nobody going to talk to and each so other. And so here's the one thing I want to add to that. Just like with people, right? Uh, we talked about how no one here knows how to build an airplane, but because we can work together, we can fly around the world and do these impossible things as a team, right? That's just with us. Mm-hmm. Just imagine that we took time to learn from the bugs. Who knows what we could learn from them? Who knows what they could learn from us? Who knows that we could make each other better? Same with the dark force thing, right? If there's trillions and trillions and trillions of worlds out there, we could all, I don't know what the fuck we would even work together to do at that point, but working together, just as a general concept, right? Anything. There's all these possibilities. And I think that bravery can come through making first contact and not choosing violence. But that's just that, because I do think the way that you think is the way a lot of people think. Think about how much money we put into the military already. Back to that exact same thing. We got to use those bombs for something. I... I mean, but wouldn't you feel scared if a spaceship just landed? I would. Yeah. And I would you feel would scared. Fear, you would and feel I would be brave would... and work through that fear, and I wouldn't bring a gun to the problem. I'd be like, let's see what's going to happen. Well, but I, they I, have, I think I would, they, they, I think, they, I think I would bring a gun without the intention to use it. They have weapons that we have never <laughs> like, seen. We don't know that, They could do things with their finger. <laughs> we don't know. See, you, I mean, but that same kind of fear is literally why we go around the world killing motherfuckers, bro. Like that's that look, I understand that you mean you bringing that to aliens, but like that same energy, the same thought process is why humans can blast the fuck out of each it's other. It's why America yeah. is what it is and not filled with Native Americans like it should be. It's why we that's don't have true. the this why the Canadians leave their doors unlocked and we won't dare fucking leave our doors unlocked down here. Because I'm not. afraid of them. What are they gonna do to me? Anyway, the one thing I want to add is that I met Casper Van Dien once. He was in Indianapolis at PopCon. Who's that? The main actor, Johnny Rico. Oh, Johnny Rico? Yeah, I was like, oh, hey, he's married to a princess or something. Damn. Damn, Rico was uh, my nickname back in the day. That boy lived a life. Will you tell people why your name was Rico? Oh, so yeah, back in the day, from from elementary school (laughs) to middle school, my nickname was Rico. And it was, and there's only that nickname was only from like my bus people, like like people you ride your bus with. Um, And so. And I grew up with these people from like, like I said, from elementary to middle school, because like we all lived in the same area and we're all, we're all on the bus together. Anyways, they called me Rico. I always like the neighborhood friends always called me Rico, and I didn't know why they called me Rico until I asked them one time why Rico is my nickname, and it's because I'm brown. <laughs> I mean, that's what I thought. I said you must be. As soon as he said it, Spidey said, "Oh God." <laughs> Oh, Casper Van Dien is Chrissy's um, father from Stranger Things, oh. and he was married to a woman who was uh, the daughter of a princess, the daughter of like a Yugoslavian princess or some shit here. Anyway, that's an interesting nice. kind of word. Yeah. To say. Uh, well, he got a punchable face. Stick mm-hmm. around uh, for the outro. We're going to do some raids. Uh, raid. Thanks for hanging out. And next week we are watching Set It Off. Set It, Set it off. off. Set It Off. Set It Off. Oh, raid, 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 raid. Keep going. Oh yeah, oh, okay. We're, cool. Okay, Spencer was doing the keep rolling thing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he did. He, he, he was, so you guys keep talking for like.
Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I, we were just going to set it charades, off. I feel like. Set it off. Uh, yeah, set set it off. But I'm, I'm still going to go uh, finish the movie because I, I paid money for it. And Should. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a great movie. It's it's, that, honestly, I was shocked. It's a super good yeah, movie. It's a yeah. good movie. Oh, the special effects, all of, especially if you just want an action popcorn flick. Bro, it's yeah. there for that. Yeah. And the violence is crazy over the top. Might fuck around and watch the second one. So I gotta uh, say, because from ass. what you just explained, because Bria was saying she thought she'd seen the first one, um, but she doesn't think so now. And the way you just explained the second one, I think that's what she saw. They're like, right. just just come down and just yeah. suck your like, That's what got to me, and I didn't never want to see that shit again. Sweet. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for hanging out at the Talking Normies podcast. This episode brought to you by Devagio. Go buy yourself a jersey. Use hashtag the Normies. <laughs> yeah. That was well done. Oh, I was talking about your commercial at the end, either. Right, but.